Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we want to thank you for being a part of this week's podcast. So glad to be talking with you all, and I'm so glad to be here with you, Shy. Glad to be here with you, too. Yes. How are you feeling with the whole shelter in place and the staying at home and the working from home? How are you feeling, Shy? Yes, we are still in the thick of it, as I'm sure our listeners are as well. So just another day trying to adjust to... This new way of life. I don't want to call it a new normal. I haven't come to accept this as normal. Um, but just another day hanging in there. Absolutely. And like how you said, there are new statistics and new findings with this virus every day. And we're learning more about it. And one thing we're learning is that us staying at home is extremely important. Like stay at home so we can get back to normal, you know? Well, I have been seeing many many commercials yes saying stay home stay home stay home but i also want to be sensitive to the fact that there are many people who because they're at home they're wow. not receiving their income and i feel that is insensitive to not acknowledge that thank you for bringing that up you know because we want to talk about all aspects of this thing and yeah you're totally right you know the individuals who are financially affected by this Man, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. It's a very tough thing. Yeah. Shara, while we're there, let's get into some of the statistics that we've been seeing that are affecting, you know, people of our community. Absolutely. I know that when this virus was starting to emerge, I don't know that I took it as serious as I needed to. I mean, quite frankly, I think there were some mixed messages that were coming out um, from our national government. And then at the same time, there was a need for me to, to educate myself yes. um, to understand the impact of this virus. Um, but what has been uncovered, and I don't know that I'm surprised by this in the least, okay. is that people of color, African-Americans, us, um, we are being disproportionately impacted by COVID-19 and you and I, we brainstormed some reasons yeah, why we thought, theories. you know, this was happening and some of the data um, confirms it. And so one of the statistics that we came across um, was that one in three people who became sick enough to go to the hospital were African-American. So here we are looking at, 
you know, 33% of hospitalizations being black people when we're only 13% of the U.S. population. Why why do you think that is, Shia? What is the, I know I have my theories, but why do you think it's affecting us? I mean, there's another statistic that I don't have in front of me, but uh, speaking on the African-American population in Chicago that have been, you know, adversely affected by this virus it's just very staggering and like you said we only make up a small portion of the population so what, what, what do you think are some reasons why this is happening well they're just not taking it as serious or <clears throat> no i don't okay. i don't think i don't think that that's it at all even though i personally wasn't taking it you know as serious at first but i don't think that it's because um black people are not taking this serious many people we're not taking this serious. Mm. And I don't think that that is why they're being hospitalized because they didn't take it serious. Um, so with the hospitalizations we're finding is that many uh, folks that are being hospitalized have these underlying health conditions. And so that's, you know, high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes. And so when you have those underlying health conditions, it seems to exacerbate. Yeah the issue and then Shire what, what do you think about my thought is it's also sometimes the essential workers that are being affected those who are still forced to be in you know the communities in in the the supermarkets and, and doing those jobs that you know before this were looked at as less than but now you know they're looked at as essential but what that does is that exposes you you know more so to those who may have the virus you know do you think that has a play into it um i think that definitely um plays a role and a lot of people of color are part of the gig economy Mm. i heard yes i think that definitely plays a role and a lot of black people are part of the gig economy. I mean, even you um, recently posted a video on trying out Uber Eats mm-hmm. and Grubhub. And we just have this hustle mentality, right. you know, to the extent to where if I have to work at a grocery store, I'll do it. Or if I, you know, want to do ride share or some of the other jobs within that gig economy, you'll see a lot of black people participating in that as well but i do want to go back to your last point because i don't want to completely write it off because it was valid about um folks not taking it seriously and i know i've scrolled on my my facebook page and i'm sure a lot of folks are doing a lot of scrolling on facebook and instagram nowadays we're all sitting at home we're gonna talk about it shire okay let's talk about it i mean i have seen comments like um you can't stop me from going to church and if i want to go to church you know I don't want to hear about it. And some of y'all leaving your house too. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. Look, let me tell y'all something. Now, I'm a church boy. You know, me and Shire grew up in the church. And we love church just as much as anyone. But let me tell you something. Stay at home and watch church on TV. This isn't something that's going to be forever. This is just something that is happening for a period of time. So... I know we all want to be in fellowship with one another at our religious gatherings, whatever your religion is. But for a time like this, it's very important for us to stay home. And yes, I have been seeing a lot of news outlets uh, about pastors and, you know, 
people still holding services. And I think that is utterly ridiculous. I know. And there have been stories where recently three pastors have died. They've died. We got to take this serious. And I think we have to take it serious. And I'm like, if you actually read the Bible, we, we're Christians. It says clearly in the Bible that you need to obey the laws of the land. You need to mm -hmm. obey the government. And that's in the Bible. So what that's telling me also is that you have an affinity for this one person who is your pastor to the extent to where you're not actually reading the word yourself. Right. Because if you were, you would know that that statement and that practice of disobeying the law is in direct conflict with your belief. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. If your pastor is telling you to pull up to the church service at a time like this, you might want to look at him sideways at this point. Marcus. <laughs> hey. This is a serious thing, Shia. I think we're we're finally dug in on how serious this is. And the only way we're going to get past it as a body, as a community, is for everyone to stay away from each other, not congregate. All the things that the CDC is telling us, we need to listen to the experts, you know? Right. And I, I feel it. Somebody's thinking, well, we have the right to assemble as our constitutional sure. right. Sure. And that is true. That's valid. Yes. And there's probably some more other valid points. You yeah. know, it's the, this we is are, our opinion. This is our opinion. And if you want to continue to worship, by all means, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not judging you, but my opinion is of stay what we're sharing. Yes. And it's to stay at home because you could do more for God when you're alive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we touched on it a little bit, but I really want to get into how this is affecting people and their finances and their jobs. Um, there was a statistic on exactly how many individuals have filed for unemployment, and they was pretty jaw-dropping. I was looking today at a statistic that said approximately 16.8 million American workers, making up about 11% of the U.S. labor force, I've filed jobless claims in the last three weeks. Wow. You know, and just thinking about where we live in California, Shires, California has what, six million people? Yes. So roughly. that's almost three Californians worth of people. Almost. That have filed for unemployment. So, you know, on this platform, guys, we're always sharing with you, you know, about earning money and investing and hustling and changing your family legacy and things like that. But, you know, I think. Shire, this is a good time for us and our listeners, those who have been impacted, you know, financially with their, you know, being laid off or whatever, to go back to the basics, you know, go back to the foundation of financial literacy. And this may be a time when, hey, you can't pay extra towards your, your debt right now. You know, you, you've lost your job. We just want to offer a word of encouragement and, you know, just just share with you just to hang in there. And we're, we're hoping for the best for your situation. But Shire, this number is uh, it's pretty staggering. It is. And I feel that people are in a tough yeah. position Absolutely. because 
the hustle in you wants to come out mm-hmm. if you know that it's a struggle to make ends meet, you know? So it's like, do I shelter in place? Right. Or do I pick up a job because my local grocery store is hiring? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not an easy time. Yeah. I mean, I consider myself lucky that I do have a position that's considered essential. You know, I share how I work in a blood bank. But, you know, there's a a piece of that that is kind of scary because... Like how you said, should I pick up a, a gig at a essential position? But what you're doing is you're now you're exposed even the more to the virus. So it's that balance of how do you balance that? Yeah. And I don't know that I have the answer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a scary time we're in. But, you know, we want to provide just a breath of fresh air, you know, to everybody who's listening to the podcast. You know, we here with you. We in the we struggle. We are here with, with you. you. And we're gonna we're trying to consistently provide you guys with with content. So uh, you know, kind of get you an escape. So we don't want to bog it down too much, Shire, but right. you know, Shire, now now I did want to talk to you about this. You have been staying at home. Yes. Working from home. Mm-hmm. Guys, she's looking at me with she just looks sad. She just looked beat down and just tired, just sad. I look beat down. <laughs> I brushed my teeth today, so you need to give me credit for something. Shire, how are you coping with the working from home situation and the being home all the time. And then I, I once you answer that question, I have another question for you. That sounds like I'm interviewing you, but you know, it does. You know, <laughs> I think it's a challenge because I'm working more than eight hours. Yeah. At this point. You're definitely working more now than you did. The kids are home. The kids need to learn. It's also interacting with my colleagues who are also experiencing right. tough time. And the isolation wears on people in different ways. Absolutely. And so you start to kind of feel that, you yeah. know, depending on your work, I know that I'm still interacting with my colleagues. I'm constantly on calls and we are making it a priority to check on each other's well-being and how they're doing. So yeah. it's it's tough, but I'm getting through it and I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful to be working. And even though it's a tough time, I think that we can find something to be grateful for. Man, that's very wonderfully said. And we take for granted that human interaction. Like, I will never again take for granted just pulling up to the mall. You know what I mean? Marcus. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, all the different things that were a part of the life before this pandemic. And so with that, you know, I'm curious, how much did you? how much of this do you think is the new normal? Do you think? People, more people will be working from home because they see the benefits of working from home. They see, okay, we could cut down on uh, this and cut down on that expense because individuals aren't coming to the office. Do you think a, that that will change uh, work as we know it or as we knew it for a lot of people? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, possibly. Would you like to work from home more? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, there's going to be a lot of things that probably will never be the same it's kind of like before 9-11 remember how you could just now we were still young shy but you could just pull up to the airport five minutes before the plane took off and run through that joint without getting checked you know then as soon as 9-11 hit it, it, it things have changed and, and they will forever be changed in regards to tsa and going through you know to your airplane i feel in the same way a lot of things are going to be changed after this pandemic, I mean, the way we greet people, 
Right. I think that is going to affect our children. Yeah. Um, I think that it could impact some career paths for a lot of younger people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the world will be changed. Right. Shara, we're, there's someone listening that's maybe thinking, where's the positive in this? You know, what what good can come from this? What uh, can I take away from, you know, this whole thing? You know, what would you tell that person? What, what could we share with that person? Like, what opportunities may arise from this? I know, like, when this first jumped off, I did a podcast, Shire, talking about the market and how, hey, you know, there's some opportunities to invest. You know, the, 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 we've done some things like that. But what, what else can someone, like, look forward to? throughout all this yeah i think with this situation it's such a unique thing to where i am not the expert yeah i can't tell you about this because i've never seen it i've never gone through it um but to answer the question things to look forward to other than that twelve hundred dollar stimulus check oh yeah it's gonna (laughs) be nice it's gonna be a nice little piece um i guess something that's positive is that is knowing that this will not last forever yeah um, and also it's an election year It's an election year. and it's time for us. It's time for black people to take going to the poll a little bit serious this year. If you're not into politics and all that kind of stuff, or you like, you, do you never have the time to study, uh, politics? Now's a good time to do that. You know, now's a good time to research and learn about the different people running and what what your views are and what you're looking for and you know get out there and and, and do 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 what you're supposed to do you know so that's one good thing it's a good a good time for self-reflection self-reflection um that's absolutely true i know i've been spending some time looking at our finances and We have made some adjustments. I know we did a podcast talking about it's the impact on our finances. And I mean, there's been some impact. Oh, there's been impact. But we've been making it through for sure. (laughs) Yes. Y'all, this is a transparent moment. Shara didn't know I was going to do this. Uh Uh-oh. We took a look. I'm going to advise you guys, all, all those of you who are investing, look at your investments cautiously, right? Because we pulled up our my 401k. And that thing has changed. Let's just say it's changed dramatically. <laughs> I'm not looking. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm not. I'm not. This is. You got to think of your investments as a crockpot meal. Okay. Mm. It is not, you know. Being it for the long game. Yes. So it's just take your emotions out of it. Yeah. But you're right. We looked. No, you looked. You told me. Oof. But, you know, we are not. You know, we're. A little bit of a ways away from retirement, right. so I'm not. Right, and that's. I'm not thing. too alarmed. So you look, you're brave. I'm not going yeah. to look at mine. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not, if you don't, if you have a weak stomach, we advise that you don't open up your 401k uh, and take a look at it. But you know, there's a lot of different things happening, uh, even with 401k. Shot while we're there, the federal government is looking at, or they they may have already done it uh, by the time you hear this taking off the penalty for early withdrawal now we we don't want you to look at that and say oh there's a few things that the government are putting in place and let's get into that shire yes that 
we advise that you don't do. Do not take financial advice from the government. Absolutely. Knowing how much debt they're in. Anyone that's going to tell you not to pay your bills, mm. like that's not the person that exactly. you or entity that you need to be listening to. Exactly. Because come winter, it's going to be, it's not going to be good for a lot of people. Exactly, Shia. I mean, the government is, is also saying that evictions are, you know, put on hold essentially, which gives the the unction to the renter that they cannot pay the rent but sure will they but they still will owe it exactly so if you if you can pay your rent or your mortgage then pay it don't take this as an opportunity to have a couple of extra dollars even if you say i'm not gonna pay and i'm just gonna wait for my check to come around and then i'll just pay it like we have to be responsible you know if you can't pay that's one thing but if you can pay and you don't pay, right. that could really harm you in the long run. Absolutely. Keep yourself safe. Continue to do the smart thing financially. And don't just listen to the government uh, as to what to do with your money. When has the government... <laughs> I mean, this is the United States of America. When have they... I don't think they're doing... Done anything yeah, in the best interest. I don't think they interest. ever have. Especially for black people. Yeah. You know, I I just don't, I don't know. The people that are telling you not to pay are people who can't pay. Exactly. Now, it's different if they say, you know, and kudos to the landlords who are fronting, paying the rent, rent and giving people a, you know, giving them not just a stay of of execution, but saying, hey, for this month, you don't have to pay and you won't owe me. Yeah. That's a blessing. That That's different than what the the, the The Fed is is saying. Yeah. So... Keep that in mind. Uh, Char, before we go and before I forget, so we're all doing our, you know, going out for shopping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I went to the grocery store. Shire sent me on a grocery run. So I have my mask on, you know, have my gloves and everything. And I'm walking through the grocery store and a young lady stops me and she's like, hey, do you have a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I take my mask off, you know. She's like, I, I, you know, even though I could tell by your eyes, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, because, you know, sometimes we go live. But uh, anyway, she's like, I could tell by your eyes that that was you, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if you're listening, it was great meeting you at the grocery store. I didn't get your name. And my wife, I came home and told my wife and Shire, what did you say when I came Marcus, home? you missed a big part of the story. What did she tell you? Oh, she said, I listened to your podcast. Thank you so much for the information you and Shire provide. And she bought two income properties. And guess where she bought them? North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? So that would that just did my heart good. I was like so happy that I just didn't ask her her name. I didn't ask her anything. I was just like, oh man, that's great. I literally screamed when Marcus told me. <laughs> I was so excited. And I was like, did you get their contact information? Because we'd love to have them on the podcast. Yeah. So if you're listening, then shoot us an email. Shoot us an email, blackmarydeadfree at gmail.com. And we want to get you on the podcast. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that would, and that would we be also cool. want to hear from our listeners as well. Yes. So if you have questions or ideas for guests, hit us up. We do check our email. Yes. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you guys. And Shira, while we're there, this is a time, you know, when we have a lot of time to learn and self-educate and different things. I don't know why people have been saying that. I've never been so busy. 
Yeah, some people have been child. Yeah, you 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 busy on another level. And I think a lot of people are. It's like, yeah. I'm just not at home twiddling my thumbs. That's true. But go ahead, say what you're gonna say, cause somebody, yes, somebody, somebody needs to hear it. Needs to hear this. So we put hours, multiple hours, multiple days into a master class that we have created just for you. It is the Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Master Class. And I think this is a is a great time to digest that information. So we have over an hour and a half of on-demand video in this master class. We have some supplemental materials that you're going to just love. And best of all, it comes with a 30-minute coaching session with myself and Shira. So guys, check that out. It's in the link below in the description here on whatever platform you're using it. Click that link, get the class. Um, a lot of people have gotten the class and it's been it's been awesome. It's been great. And if you if and when you purchase the class, please schedule your coaching call. Yes. We're still waiting on a few folks to do that. So yes. Just, don't be scared, y'all. Don't we be scared. Talk to you. We sure do. We're nice. We're nice people. We're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for being on this podcast episode. Next week we're gonna have uh, some special guests, so make sure to tune in next week. And we're going to holler at you guys later. Shire, you got anything you want to say? Because every time I close, you know, you want to stop me. You got something you uh, want to say? Well, since you put me on the spot. Now, um, we're just thinking of you all. So stay safe. Take care of yourself. And until next time. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye. Perfect. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Merit and Death Free podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.